move forward, praise the Lord, with John chapter 7. Go to John chapter 7. Bless the Lord. I'm going to read John chapter 7 to open up in the Word. Amen. Just to reinforce everything, you know, Pastor Gloria just said. Amen. Just, uh, amen, take this, take this to prayer and, and present it before the Lord. If this is something that you're hearing for the first time, uh, that's why, you know, there, there really is no, no quality time without quantity of time. Uh, it's the, the Apostle Paul said, there's so much more I want to say to you. And obviously, she had it all welled up in her heart. Everything that we share with each other started from Sunday school into our main service, going, praise God, into our Wednesday nights and, and when we're together on live stream. Any opportunity, praise God, sometimes it's just not enough time and we've got to make it, right? We've got to separate that time. Uh, so, so take these things to prayer. Uh, we know, again, many things are going on in our world around us and we want, praise God, just to be useful vessels in the hands of the Lord. Amen? amen? Praise the Lord. Let's prepare now, amen, in John chapter 7, we're going to read uh, uh, three verses, verse 37 to verse 39. Praise the Lord. It says, on the last day, that great day of the feast, got a little echo, Jesus stood and cried out, saying, if anyone thirsts, let him come to me and drink. He who believes in me, as the scripture has said, out of his heart will flow rivers of living water. But this he spoke concerning the Spirit, whom those believing in him would receive. For the Holy Spirit was not yet given, because Jesus was not yet glorified. I'm going to read verse 38 again, and then I want you to jump to another verse with me. Verse 38 says, He who believes in me, as the scripture has said, out of his heart will flow rivers of living water. Numbers 27, excuse me, Numbers 24 in verse 7. Bless the Lord. Chapter 24 in verse 7 says, He shall pour water from his buckets, and his seed shall be in many waters. His king shall be higher than Agag, and his kingdom shall be exalted. I'm going to read verse 7 again. He shall pour water from his buckets, and his seed shall be in many waters. His king shall be higher than Agag, and his kingdom shall be exalted. Amen. I hope you held your finger on verse 7 of chapter John as well. Uh, if you didn't highlight Numbers 24, verse 7, please, amen, make note of that to yourself uh, because that's a powerful verse that connects directly, amen, with what Jesus was saying in verse 37 and in verse 38. Praise the Lord. Let's pray. Amen. Father, we come before you one more time. Thanking you for your goodness. Thank you for your presence. Thank you, Lord God, that you prevail. Thank you, God, that you prevail in us. Thank you, Father God, as we have entered in, Father God, at this time, recognizing your calendar. That, Father God, there is a transition, there is a shift, there is a season 
changing. Father, we don't want to quench the fire of the Spirit, right. but we want your you to have free flow yes. in us and through us. We want those rivers of living water to flow from our heart, Lord God. We want to experience the transformation that comes, hallelujah, by the reading of your word. Not just uh, 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 reading it, but also applying it, making it applicable and practical even in our own lives. Father God, for everyone under the sound of my voice, I pray your blessing now that you would anoint the lips of your servant and anoint the ears of the hearers that your word may go forth as you desire. In Jesus' mighty name we pray. Amen. 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 You may be seated one more time. Glory to God. Uh, the title of this message is called Inexhaustible. Inexhaustible. It's a word that I mentioned this past Wednesday night. Amen. As we dug into the word, as we dug in, praise God, to the scriptures. And that's one thing that we identified when we talked about the word of God. Um, you ever got bored reading the Bible? <laughs> yeah. Be real. Raise your hand. Amen. Okay. Praise God. What's the last time you read the whole book of Leviticus? Ooh. It's been a while, Milton. It's something special. If you ever if you're ever tired and that flesh is getting tired and you've just been working real hard and you say, Lord, help me to rest, help me to take a nap, help me to get those eight hours of sleep that I need. Praise God, get off the get off the uh, a solitaire for a moment, and all you gotta do is open up Leviticus and start reading, and the Spirit of God, hallelujah, will cause a deep sleep. Come on, you. <laughs> Come on, be real. I know you're holy. True. Jesus, hallelujah. Amen. And then help me, Lord, in the morning when I wake up to reread. Once I'm clear, once I've had that morning, Joseph, to reread it. Amen. And let it apply. Praise God. Hallelujah. But the word of God is inexhaustible. You get exhausted after some time. I get exhausted after some time. There are things that, that, that make us feel exasperated. We, 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 we're, we're, we're tired of certain things. As a matter of fact, praise God, one of you posted something that's talking about you, you are tired of people who drain you. You don't you 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 are you are at a point in your life that if all they want to do is keep on sucking all the virtue out of you and never replenishing you, then you've got a situation where you've got to make a decision. Amen. Do I continue, hallelujah, to go through this situation or not? Praise God. We are, by definition, called to to, to be to be pitchers and not cups. Amen. With the Lord, we're, amen, we need to be a cup, amen, because we receive our virtue from him, right. praise God, but with one another, rather than waiting for my next blessing to come from somebody or someone, praise God, sometimes what we got to do is say, you know what, I don't have a lot, but they cleaned it up real nice for us, brother. <laughs> did a good job. Thank you, Connor. Where you at, Connor? Thank you. Amen. Praise God. You take just a little sip for me. Amen. Tell me if it tastes fresh. You heard that snap. That just popped off. Amen. It's all right? Praise God. You can have it for the rest of the service, my brother. Thank you. Amen. Just enjoy. We're called to be pitchers. Pitchers and not cups. A lot of people, they, they constantly, would you do a demonstration for me? Would you stand on your feet, Milton? Praise God. I'll go to Ronnie real quick and just hold it out. Just see what he'll do for you. Rodney, would you stand up, brother? Just a moment. 
Alright, you all just take a moment. He's, he's got his cup. Just, just, alright, do a little social distance. Back up, just one step. Amen. And just stretch out that, stretch out that hand. Amen. Oh, Ronnie, put your hand down, brother. You don't have nothing. You don't have anything to, to give him. You've given all you can. Praise God. Hallelujah. There's a lot of people that, that present themselves consistently with cups. Amen. And it's one thing for us to make a decision to say, well, all right, yeah, that's good, my brother. I appreciate it. Uh, let's leave. Pick another victim. Amen. JB, you got one JB right there. Praise God. I need. You know, I need. I know we all have a need. We all have a need. Everyone has a need. Praise God. And God knows. What does he know? Your need. He knows your need. Praise God. But as opposed to trusting God for that need, sometimes we hold out a cup. Quite often. Thank you, my brother. Both of y'all are good. Amen. I hope that water's still fresh for you. Y'all stay with me for a moment. Just remember this picture. Remember this illustration of the picture and the cup. The opening text, it actually is Jesus during this same time of year uh, at a feast day. It didn't identify the feast, but we know, praise God, when we begin to read the entire context of John, what was going on. It says, on the last day, the great day of the feast, Jesus stood and cried out, saying, if anyone thirsts, let him come to me and drink. He who believes in me, as the scripture has said, out of his heart will flow rivers of living water. So the opening text speaks of a time in the Feast of Tabernacles called Sukkot. Amen? It's the last celebration of the major uh, 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 of, uh, of the major feast holy days of the Feast of Tabernacles or ingathering. So two weeks ago, we said that the Feast of Tabernacles points to the ultimate revelation of the glory of God. And we see in the tabernacle in the Holy of Holies where the high priest was allowed to go in how many times a year? Once. Once a year. Wow, y'all are good. The he was allowed to atone for his sins and for the sins of the people. We also see the revelation of Jesus in the Old Testament tabernacle made by human hands. It was made by human hands. The author of Hebrew, he creates a comparison and he also creates a contrast for us, the believers of today, so that we have a better understanding of where we are now. Why do we even talk about these things in the Old Testament? Well, because it was delivered also into the New Testament because it was always a foreshadow pointing to who? Jesus. Hebrews chapter 9 verse 12 says, Not with the blood of goats and calves, but with his own blood, he entered the most holy place once, for all, having obtained eternal redemption. Jumping down to verse 23 to 28. You can go there with me if you like. But Hebrews chapter 9, verse 23 to 28 says, Therefore it was necessary that the copies of the old things in the heavens should be purified with these, but the heavenly things themselves with better sacrifices than these. Chapter 9, verse 24. For Jesus, for Christ, has not entered the holy place made with human hands, which are copies of the true, but in, into, into heaven itself, now to appear in the presence of God for us. Do you know that you are living in a, 
a, a, a um, what they what can be identified as a matrix um, is just a, a copy of the real thing. That, that's why, praise God, we, we are experiencing his kingdom here, amen, but we haven't entered yet completely into that eternal kingdom, amen? Verse 25, not that he should offer himself often as the high priest enters the most holy place every year with the blood of another. He then would have had to suffer often since the foundation of the world, but now, once at the end of the ages, he has appeared to put away sin by the sacrifice of himself. And as it is appointed for men to die once, but after this the judgment, so Christ was offered once to bear the sins of many, to those who eagerly wait for him. He will appear a second time, apart from sin, for salvation. Hebrews, uh, excuse me, Romans 8, 4, we identified it on Wednesday night. We said Jesus met all the righteous requirements of the law, meaning he did everything necessary in order for you and I to be saved. Right. Nothing else. He doesn't have to do anything else. The Bible says that wherever there is a testament, there must also be the death of a testador. Jesus was the testador who, praise God, God gave, the Father gave the Son the authority to write that last will and testament called the New Testament whereby you and I live today. Amen. So the testator, he died once to meet all the requirements of the law. For all of us who have come to believe on Jesus, he's become the everlasting version of the rock that water flowed from in the desert. Amen. When the Israelites, praise God, were in a dry, in a, in a weary land, they were thirsty. And today, praise God, there's an eternal rock. His name is Jesus. Amen. And he continues to flow fresh water every day. Hallelujah. He is inexhaustible. Hallelujah. You can't burn him out. You can't tire him. You can't make him weary. Your prayers don't, 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 don't put him to sleep, but they stir him up, praise God, because the Bible says the effectual fervent prayer of the righteous, it avails much, meaning it does something to him. It swells him up. It swells up our God to say, I, they, they, they have cried out to me, and I am going to respond and meet that need. Hallelujah. So if you are in a dry and a weary place today, all you have to do is go to the rock. All you got to do is go to the rock. Hallelujah. I know the land is thirsty right now. The land is hungry right now. And Jesus said, the Bible didn't say that he, 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 he uh, took, found a corner spot and he whispered. The Bible actually said in verse 37, on the last day, the great day of the feast, Jesus stood up and the Bible says he cried out. Yes. Why are you so loud, Christian? It's because there's something that needs to be said and somebody needs to hear it. He said, praise God, if anyone, that's the whosoever in scripture, praise God. He has not become exhausted. We've become exhausted. Yeah. Hallelujah. We get exhausted and that's okay, praise God. Because he says, if you are exhausted, oh. come to the inexhaustible yes. source. Hallelujah, amen. Hallelujah. Amen. John, uh, uh, again, he said, if anyone thirsts, let him come and drink. Right. He who believes in me, as the scripture has said, out of his heart will flow rivers of living water. The commentators tell us this, that at the time when Jesus said this declaration, it was customary. Listen to this. It was a custom 
for the high priest to grab a pitcher like this, a golden pitcher, and he filled it with water from the pool of Siloam, or Siloam as some may pronounce it. He would put the pitcher in the water. The water uh, um, of the, that pool of Siloam, uh, Siloam was a um, water reservoir of fresh water, and he would go and dip it. Praise God. And he carried it to the temple and he poured it on the altar as an offering to God. That's what the act was. Praise God. He poured it out as an act before the Lord. I miss my iPad. <laughs> One thing that I love about Jesus is that he never spoke out of context. He didn't just say, come to me, all you who are thirsty, heavy laden and burdened. Praise God, and I'll give you rest. He didn't just, he didn't just say whatever he wanted to right. say. Sometimes we just blurt out whatever we want to blurt out. Right. Right? But Jesus always spoke in context. He was always on point with his conversation because he wanted to connect it directly to what was going on. Right. Amen. Praise God. Hallelujah. He never spoke out of context. What he said in that statement was connected directly to the practice that was being presented right in front of him, being presented as a drink offering right there unto God. So the scripture said he stood and cried, if anyone thirsts, instead of, hallelujah, presenting yourself with that pitcher and pouring it on that altar. I am, hallelujah, that living water, praise God, that has been poured out for you, that has been poured out for you. He wanted everyone to hear, hear this. As a matter of fact, you can make note of this, but two chapters later, in John chapter 9, verse 1 to verse 12, the Bible talks to us about a blind man, a blind man who Jesus, hallelujah, said, said when he heard his cry, he cried out for healing, praise God, and this man was blind, and Jesus said, I'm going to take some mud, I'm going to take a little clay, and, 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 and we're going to mix it with water, we're going to put spit on it, and we're going to make put mud in his eyes hallelujah and when he did that he, he he sent the man he didn't make the man depend on the waters of the pool of siloam but instead praise god he said the waters were only a tool to cleanse off praise god the the clay that jesus himself with his own spittle he had put on the man's eyes and the man received his sight the bible asked the question in the same chapter who was it that healed you Praise God, it was that man named Jesus. The waters that were in Jesus were enough to meet that man's need. Amen. Hallelujah. That's why we hold our cup up to God. Amen. Thank God for my brother, for my sister, each and every one of us. Praise God. We're imitators of our God, right? That's why as he has a picture, we have a picture too to refresh somebody who needs to be refreshed. These waters were not temporary. Amen. The waters in Jesus were not temporary, but instead they were everlasting. Mm -hmm. Anytime Jesus did a thing, like in this story, it was like a picture that had no end. A picture that had no bottom. Mm -hmm. Filling a void that this world could not satisfy. The only reason you're here again on this Sunday is because this world can't satisfy. That's Nothing. Right. That's right. Nothing. Nothing in this world can satisfy. We can say that anyone who had a thirst and came to Jesus found a source that was inexhaustible. Praise God. When we say that a source is inexhaustible, we are describing someone or something uh, uh, as unable to be used up. They are unable to be used up because the source exists in abundance. That is why we preach the abundant life. 
Because our God has a picture that has no bottom. That is why we call him the all-sufficient God. He is not dependent on anything, praise God. He, everything else depends on him. And that's why the Bible says in him we move, we, we breathe, we, we have our being because of him. Hallelujah. If God holds his breath, then everything stops. Yeah, that's right. Hallelujah. But we continue to move and, and go forth because our God, hallelujah, is an all-sufficient source. Can you tell your neighbor this morning, my God is a producer? My God is a producer. Hallelujah. Now tell him, as he is, so am I. Because I was made in his image. Hallelujah. Amen. Listen, now Wednesday night we identified that there is an abundance of resource on earth. Mm -hmm. I don't know if you know that, hallelujah. But, but, but there are folks, praise God, who say, oh, there's not enough this and not enough that. You know what, praise God? I know a man who went into, who told his followers, he said, go into the waters, praise God, and, 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 and fish. And, and when you fish, praise God, you're going to find a gold coin. And, and, and there's going to be a provision that comes out of a, a place that you did not expect. Because with our God, there is an inexhaustible amount of resources. That's right. That's right. Hallelujah. That's why we say we don't participate in the depression. Right. Because, hallelujah, there is no depression in the kingdom. Amen. In the kingdom, there's an inexhaustible amount, hallelujah, of a resource, a blessing to meet every need. Sometimes you might get to the very edge and you just don't know, Lord, how you're going to do it. But <laughs> he will show up. Yes, he will. Hallelujah. hallelujah. And he will show up. Yes, he will. And he will do a thing that you did not anticipate, yes. that you did not expect. And that's why he says, be anxious for nothing. Nothing. Don't be anxious for anything. Hallelujah. But all things by prayer and supplication. With Thanksgiving. Hallelujah. Let your request be made known unto God. Resources move, but they are never depleted. Amen. They're always moving, but they're never depleted. That's right. Hallelujah. Somebody told you there ain't enough. Well, with them there ain't enough, but with my God there is. Yes. More than enough. Amen. There is an inexhaustible fountain, hallelujah, that is constantly flowing fresh water. And you know what? That water, usually when you see stagnant water, that those waters are become unhealthy to drink. And that's why they have to go through a filtering process. And if, uh, because if you don't filter them, hallelujah, then it's going to be unhealthy for your being. But our God provides a spring that is constantly moving. And he says, all you got to do is stay with my flow. Stay with my spirit and know, hallelujah, that I will take care of Thank you, our God is our ultimate source. His word is abundant. And the life that we live in him gives us the power to produce as he has produced. There are many people who consume. As a matter of fact, this world depends on you consuming all of the junk that's in it. Hallelujah. Yeah. When I say junk, I'm talking about from those who, uh, who don't have a righteous agenda. Yes. Amen. Yes. But, but, but you, hallelujah, have, have come, or Jesus came, as an inexhaustible giver. And as the children of God, we want to imitate him by giving of the goodness. That he has placed in us. Amen. The scripture says it is more blessed to what? Give, Give, than, to Give than to receive. I like the attitude of the apostle Paul. Paul, amen. I, I, I was thinking about him this morning with the early morning devotion. Thinking about his former life prior to his conversion. And I thought about how he held the coats of the men who stoned Stephen. Hmm. And you know what? I just want to maybe encourage somebody who's still stuck in their past. 
because my imagination started flowing for a moment, thinking about the Apostle Paul. Because all of us think of this man as a very holy man. Amen. God counted him worthy to write the majority of the books in the New Testament. And what a blessing that was. But think about it. Jesus met him on the road to uh, Damascus. Yeah. Amen. One of the oldest cities on the earth. He met him on, and which still exists today. He met him on the road to Damascus. And he said, Saul, Saul, why is it that you persecute me? Amen. And think about it. Jesus was talking to a murderer. He was an assassin. He was a participant in an assassination of the very first martyr in Christianity named Stephen. And I think to myself how gracious God was toward the Apostle Paul. And I think about how sometimes we consider our own past and how sometimes there is a stumbling block in our thinking process and how we need to make sure that that stumbling block is removed because God has been gracious and that's why Paul had the audacity to say, forgetting those things that are behind me. That's right. I pressed on the mark. He, it was necessary yeah. for him to forget some things behind him yeah. in order for him to move forward. Right. Because if he stayed stuck in there, he would be in constant depression, right. oppression. Right. And he had to make a conscious decision inside of himself saying, you know what? I know what I did. Mm -hmm. And maybe it popped up in his dreams sometimes or in his thinking process, the, the, the blood that spilled from, from Stephen's head and, and the brokenness he felt. But God was gracious so much towards him that he said, hallelujah, that Jesus said, I'm going to meet the assassin on the road while he's going with letters to kill more of my children. Right. Hallelujah. Because I do things that the world says I shouldn't do. Right. He saved you. Amen. He saved me. What made us any better? Right. We were the assassins. We were the murderers. We were the ones that put him on the cross. We said, no, it was the Romans. Or, no, it was the Jews. No, it was all of us. Amen. It was all of our sin. Hallelujah. But you know what? He said, it's all right. I don't mind. Hallelujah. If, it, if, I, if I go all out for all of you because it does not exhaust me. Yes. Hallelujah. To express mercy Thank you, Jesus. and to express grace. And to express, hallelujah, my faithfulness. Because he says he's faithful even when we are faithless. Hallelujah. Mm -hmm. So Paul, while he was faithless, he got knocked off that high horse. Hallelujah. And Jesus met him. And so, praise God, later on, and as he's beginning to write his letters, he writes a letter to the church of Philippi. And in Philippians chapter 2, verse 17, he says something very powerful concerning, praise God, this, uh, this giving of himself. Because we want to be producers like our God is a producer, right? Amen. Hallelujah. He says in verse 17, yes, and if I am being poured out as a drink offering on the sacrifice, and service for you. I am glad and rejoice with you all. I'm going to read that again. He said, yes, if I am being poured out as a drink offering on the sacrifice and service of your faith, I am glad and rejoice. I rejoice with you. I rejoice with you all. Hallelujah. Yeah, we know that the Apostle Paul ultimately was martyred too. Do you know how he died? He died by decapitation. His head was cut off for the faith. But 
some would uh, some of the commentaries would tell us that that's that's what he was talking about that that his service was was being poured out as a drink offering and now he was getting ready to die no as a matter of fact in the letter praise god he still expected and anticipated seeing them he just said i'm going to continue to give of myself i'm going to continue to give of my strength my ability because i see praise god that it's producing good fruit Hallelujah. You want to continue to pour out your service of faith, praise God, because you know that what you are doing is actually having an impact. You might not quite see certain things in the natural, mm -hmm. the way you want to see them, but God in his faithfulness, Amen. hallelujah, will demonstrate his power, hallelujah, because ultimately the fruit will be born. Amen. Praise God. So we spoke about what was the custom at the pool of Siloam. The water's Water was poured out, excuse me, as a drink offering to God. And here in, this, in the text, Paul produced out of what God put in him. And God has put something in you. And he said he was being poured out for the sake of his brothers and his sisters. He wasn't walking around saying, what, what can you give me? You got the cup, right? He wasn't walking around. You, you drank it all, brother? You enjoyed it? Praise God. All right. Amen. That's all right. Pastor. He wasn't walking around waiting, waiting, praise God, for what was going to be done next for him. But some was like he knew that JFK line. Ask not what your country could do for you, but ask what you could do for your country. Ask not what, what, what your church could do for you, but ask what you could do for your church. And ask not what this world can do for you, but ask what you can do to impact the lives of the people in this world. Praise God. Hallelujah. Cheerful giving. This, this attitude, this consistency on that level. Because there are people, praise God, who may approach you constantly and you're pouring out. Hallelujah. You're pouring out and you're doing the great thing. And my prayer for you today is that God would replenish you. And you know what? Hallelujah. Sometimes, let me just be real. Sometimes you got to be conscious, hallelujah, of when they're taking too much and there ain't nothing left. I'll say it again. Because that's, that's just being real. Amen. Once all the source, praise God, is depleted, it's gone, my brother. It's gone, my sister. There's nothing, there's nothing right here, right now. I need to go back to God Amen. and get mine, and you need to do the same thing. Can I just be real? Yes. Y'all got that? Hallelujah. Sometimes we, we, we got to understand, praise God, that there are limitations. Our God is unlimited. Right. Amen. But we are limited. Right. Amen. Praise God. And that's why we got to go back to the Father and say, Lord, hallelujah, fill me up, Lord. Yeah. Replenish my soul. Yeah. Hallelujah. Yeah. Bless your servant that I may also be a blessing. But you know what? There are seasons and there are times where we have to tell people the part of that love language of no. No. Hallelujah. Say, say, tell your neighbor no. no. Hallelujah. No is a good word. It's a healthy word. It's a healthy word. One that, one that, that, that people might pick up offense with, but, you, but it is not your responsibility if they make a decision to pick up offense with. Because you are being responsible recognizing your limits. That's right. Right. Hallelujah. And we have to understand our limits. And we got to say, all right, oh, time out. It's time to go back to the Father. I love you. Amen. Father, fill my cup. And who knows what might happen in a week, right. two weeks, three weeks. But there are limits. Because I don't need any one of my brothers or sisters in this house. Listen to me clearly.
Because I'm speaking on, 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 on two different realms. Spiritual, amen, and then in the natural. There are limits, and you have to understand it for the sake of your very own health. Amen. Because you can't be constantly pouring out, pouring out, pouring out, and nobody ever fill you up. Come on, you can do better than that. Give them a round of applause. Jesus is the one who's inexhaustible. Tell your neighbor, sometimes I get exhausted. Hallelujah. That's right. That's right. Sometimes you do. That's right. But God is able. Yes. Amen. So give me a moment. Let me go get replenished. Go get replenished. Go get replenished. Hallelujah. He's the only one that can replenish you. He's the only one, hallelujah, that can replenish you. And Paul said, praise God, that, that, that if he was being poured out as a drink offering. Do you know Paul had a limit too? He, he obviously had a limit because he's no longer with us. All right. That's right. That's right. Amen. My great granddaddy, he had a limit. He's no longer with us. May your great great granddaddy, he's no longer with us. In all respect, praise God. Folks have limits. But our God, hallelujah, with him, there are no limits. So praise God. Come on. Give him a round of applause. So don't get mad when your brother or your sister says, I only got a certain limit. Hallelujah. Because they are just one person. That's why Jesus had to leave. Because there were too many needs. Hallelujah. He sent his Holy Spirit and he breathed upon us. Hallelujah, so that we can receive of the goodness of God and each, hallelujah, be a blessing to one another. Hallelujah, I'm almost done. One more hour, okay? He rejoiced. Hallelujah. Don't fall out on me. Praise God. Don't fall out the window. Don't fall backwards. Come on. We're almost there. He rejoiced to be able to produce from the everlasting fountain named Jesus. Anytime I am blessed with the opportunity to be a blessing with the picture, hallelujah, I rejoice that God has given me the ability, as I believe you rejoice as well. Instead of holding out a cup, waiting for someone to fill it, the Apostle Paul sought the God of all creation who, who lived in him to turn his life into a picture because Paul was thirsty for what no one else could satisfy. And once he had this fountain of living water, there would forever be an inexhaustible flow to be poured out for whoever needed it. Amen. Amen. That is what we want. Amen. That's what I want. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. As long as we got the right source, Amen. then we have everything we need. Amen. Pictures and not only cups. Amen. Amen. Not what you can give me, but what can God give me? And what can I give you? Amen. Amen. You may say, but preach your silver and gold, have I not? Nobody's asking you for your silver and your gold. You can hold on to it. Okay? Praise God. But you still have a gift to present so that your life may be a blessing every day. Amen. Your God is inexhaustible. Amen. His word is inexhaustible. The next time you read Leviticus, hallelujah, God's going to give you some revelation. Amen. I'm believing it. Hallelujah. His provision, you must be in that book, Jacqueline. I hear you. And she's like, Lord, I'm in chapter 23. Help me, Jesus. His provision is inexhaustible. Let that be our prayer today. Amen. amen. Yes, amen. Stand to your feet. That's awesome. Hallelujah. We want to be like Jesus. 
Hallelujah. Glory to God. Because you, because he has filled us with his living water, we can be vessels where that living water can flow. I want it to flow through me so that I may continually be a blessing. Hallelujah. Amen. Right there where you are, if you would just bow your head, amen, close your eyes for a moment. Jesus said, all who are thirsty, let them come to me. Hallelujah. If anyone thirsts, let him come to me and drink. He who believes in me, as the scripture has said, out of his heart will flow rivers of living water. Father, we thank you for your word. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Father God, for this service today and the time that we've had together in identifying, Father God, and, and, and recognizing the significance of the season Amen. we're in. Hallelujah. Lord, the flesh is weak, but the spirit is willing. Yes. There's a spirit in every man and woman under the sound of my voice that says, I want more. Yes. I want more of Jesus. Yes. I want more of my God. Yes. Lord, just being real in this, in this world that we're living, Father God, we're inundated with so much. Mm-hmm. So much. And, and the world is trying to fill our cups with uh, yes. So much mess. Mm-hmm. And those waters are contaminated. Yes. Before you fill our pitcher, Lord God, I pray that you uh, would take, hallelujah, yes. your cleansing yes. authority to yes. wash us out, cleanse yes. us, and make yes. us clean. Yes. If there's anything in us not like you, come on, if, some, if somebody could identify that, Lord, if there's anything yes. in me not like you, yes. hallelujah, be an attitude or, or Father God, hallelujah, uh, that thing that, I, that, 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 that my life is still attached to, Lord, yes. If there is anything in me not like you, in my thoughts, in my heart, creating me a clean heart, renewing me a right spirit, your word, oh God, hallelujah, is a lamp unto my feet, hallelujah. Father God, your word is inexhaustible, hallelujah. There is a new revelation. I pray this week, Lord, that you, Father God, would cause us to, hallelujah, put away the noise, and take some time every day of this week just to get into this word and receive fresh revelation. Let that be our prayer. Fresh fresh revelation. That the word of God, hallelujah, may show me something I've never seen before. That I may continue to grow and mature in the kingdom of my God. Father God, you are inexhaustible. We hold our cup before you. We hold out our pitchers before you so that you can fill us. You are the God who washes us and makes us clean. And you are the God, hallelujah, who fills our cups. Hallelujah. We do thirst for you. There's nothing that can replace you. Hallelujah. Nothing that this world can get. We we keep on looking sometimes, even after we've come to you for, for some odd reason, like as if it can, like something's different. But hallelujah, you remain the same. So fill your people, Lord, today. If there's anyone that does not know Jesus as their personal Lord and Savior, today you've heard the word of God and you want to accept him as Lord of your life, repeat this prayer with me. And I invite the church to do so as well. Amen. Saying, dear Lord Jesus, I come to you as I am. Recognizing my need. I believe that you died on the cross and that you rose from the dead for my salvation. Today I receive you as Lord and Savior of my life. Lead me, teach me, 
for your glory. In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Come on, give the Lord a round of applause. Amen. Hallelujah. Maybe somebody is listening this morning and needed that prayer. If there's anybody who needs to draw near to this altar, before we close within in transition, amen, I want to open up these altars. Praise God. If, and, and I want to pray with you. If the word of God has ministered to you, or if you have a specific need, draw near. Praise God. We're going to do that one that I that I had uh, foregone prior to our intermission. And we want to thank those who, praise God, connected with us live stream today. Hallelujah. We're going to go into one more song of worship. Praise God. As we leave these